It's the life lap. Yeah. Mega minds building mega bodies. Life lap. Your host, JC. Lex. We the lab crew. Come chill with Jason Lex. The Life Lab crew, motivating, educating, and empowering you to discover change with the mixed components of two physical, emotional, and spiritual breakthroughs in the Life Lab, where we keep it 100, spitting the truth, teaching elements of success, and it's all about you. Do you travel but hate hotels? Have you wished there was an alternative? Well, there is. Bangtail. Bangtail helps find amazing short and long-term stays. Bangtail spots come fully equipped with 24-hour concierge and banging interior design. They have spots in Chicago, New York, L.A., Miami, Mexico, and other destinations, too. Next time, Google where to stay, visit bangtail.com. That's B-A-N-G-T-E-L.com. Or you can call 917-819-8170. That's 917-819-8170. And tell them that E3 Radio sent you. Welcome you all to the Life Lab Show. I'm your host, Jace. And I'm Lex. <laughs> How's it going out there, buddy, man? It's, it's going. You know, it is, uh, it's actually springtime where I'm at, so I'm grateful for that. Um, but, nice. yeah, but I'm ready for a rocking show. We have some amazing guests tonight. I'm ready to hear more about your story as a Lucas Warrior. Yes. Life Lab. Yeah, so for the folks that are tuning in for the first time, um, tonight's show is Lupus Warrior Standing Strong. We'll, we'll have special guests Seda and Tim um, coming on a little bit later. So you know how we do it in normal life lab fashion. We like to do a little check-in first. So Lex, man, how's your Monday going? Share what's going on with your Monday with the good people. My Monday is going good. <clears throat> it's been a perfect combination of getting shit done and resting and hanging with my boo. So I just, all my favorite things, you know, um, and it's a beautiful day because I'm in Kentucky. I'm in Louisville. Shout out to Kentucky. And I, I've been, uh, yeah, so I'm just excited because this summer I'm feel I'm really feeling summer. I got my planner out. I'm like, this is where I'm going to be May, June, July. So trying to figure out when I come to Chicago, see my people, just feeling feeling the summer, the spring really happening, feeling a lot of positive energy flowing and yeah, just not work not working too hard, just working just enough, you know. That's my Monday. That's how I'm feeling. Yo, that sounds like a decent Monday for sure, man. Um so for those who don't know, I'm in nonprofit, and so right now we're actually in budget season. So I've been knee deep in spreadsheets and roll ups, <laughs> um, which is really an exciting time for us because as we prepare 
for the start of our next fiscal year. There's always great change that can come when you're adding money to the budget. So I'm super excited about um, raising dollars for my organization as a fundraiser. Um, so really excited about that, but been staring at sheets all day. However, y'all, I'm just like, I'm, for those who maybe are experiencing the Chicago weather, you've known it's been on a little craziness happening. Um, so some days you want to dress, or in the same day, you want to dress like it's spring, summer, and winter all in one day. Um, so it, it's been a little little chilly, um, but my, my Monday started off good, though. And with a nice little run, um, I just knocked out five miles this morning. Wasn't, wasn't nothing too major. Um, just got it in. And shout out to all the, the runners out there who I see on the road, man. We out here getting it um, in this Chicago <laughs> weather. I'm like, Lex, you got a dog over there? You better hush your dog. No, I'm just playing. Yes, sir. I have three gorgeous dogs. I will mute it when they're <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. And remember, we're on Facebook Live, so anybody who is not tuning in on the blog talk, you can always follow us on Facebook Live. Go to E3 Radio or the Life Lab, and you should be able to tune in to us to see what we're doing. I'm actually just chilling here in the living room. You know how we do it. Um, so should we start off with a song? Get in the yeah, definitely a song, definitely something to get us moving. I got, you know, I definitely got spring in my step, so give me something good. You know, I'm going to do my best. I am totally a Chicago head, Chicago fan. And so this, this up-and-coming artist, I guess he's been around for a couple of years now. His name is Saba. He's from the west side of Chicago, and I've been jamming to some of his music, but particularly love this new joint, Burnout. Um, so I'm going to play that for y'all. Hopefully you like it and you enjoy it. And if you don't, you know, listen anyway. I got burned out, so I dropped out. See, I turned out okay on the Holy Bible. Told they like a D 
just want to live. Find a college to attend. Get a puppet, and pick your fans. Stop the choosing and just pick. In my head, I keep it big with a fist on the end. I got homies in the lock. I'm on a hundred something. Hell out west. Where the buses stop running early. I used to run home. I was scared to walk. People bled at dark. Money we play with chalk. Then laying from a foreshadow to shadows is more cattle for titles is beef for snakes with the rattles they trying deep on your castle I call it like a sports castle with that some tally and tackles I told this lie for a white whore who thinks that I'm a statistic bitch you hate your job so fuck your condescend I got common sense you got passed up like a close call don't let them catch you sleeping doze off hey, Chicago artists, man. You know, we love everybody, but definitely want to shout out to the Chicago fam doing their thing. Um, so if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome to the Life Lab. My name is Jace, and today's conversation is about Lupus Warrior Standing Strong. We're going to bring on a little bit later in the show, uh, Seda and Tim. Really excited about that. So we want to do that so y'all can see everything. Lex is over here sending me messages, y'all. Love it. I love it. I love it. So, Lex, do you want to um, start off, or would you like me to kick it off, man? I, you know, I am excited for you to kick us off, uh, especially because this is a topic that is near and dear to your heart as a lupus warrior yourself, and I am so excited to hear more about your story and your experience with this, as a, and of course, our guest later today, but I would be so honored if you would start off our show with this topic because I think you're the best person to introduce it. Okay. Um, so for folks who don't know, um, so lupus is an autoimmune disease, and which means that the immune system makes mistakes uh, with the body's own tissues and sees it as foreign invaders and attacks itself. So um, there's two forms of lupus. There's discoid lupus and systemic lupus. Um, I, for sake of time, I'm not going to go into the different types. I'll just kind of really explain, I guess, the kind that I have um, so that people can get an understanding a little bit more. Um, so I have discoid lupus, which typically affect, affects my skin. Um, I was misdiagnosed a couple of times in my life um, prior <laughs> To actually being diagnosed with lupus. So the first time I was misdiagnosed at the age of 11, I had experienced some really difficult trauma. I was under high stress, and my body broke out in lesions. 
Um, went to the doctor. They assumed that the lesions from the trauma would be like really clear about it. Uh, they thought it was some type of sexually transmitted disease um, and didn't treated it as such. And of course, that wasn't the issue. So fast forward, maybe 11 or so years or in my 20s, can't do my math here. Um, around 26, I started getting rashes and slow, uh, swollen lymph nodes and was experiencing just a lot of discomfort and went to another specialist and, again, was misdiagnosed. And this, misdiagnosed. And this time they said that, hey, it could be some type of cancer. Um, and went through that process with just meeting a lot of doctors. And um, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I had another um, really, really bad um, just episode, I want to say, where my body was just not, it was, I was losing my hair. Um, I was having all kinds of lesions appear on my skin, um, really sensitive to, to sun. And mine affects my body the same way that you may, a famous person you may know be, might be sealed. Um, when some people see his scarring on his face, it's because of his lupus. And I experienced that as well. And so we went and did some tests and found out that this was the case. Since then, um, I've made some changes in my life, uh, became vegetarian um, and gave up meat because uh, I was experiencing a lot of inflammation or an increased amount of inflammation in my body due to my dietary. So I did an elimination diet and realized, like, yo, some of these things that I'm eating is actually causing my body to respond a certain way. And if I, you know, want to feel better, man, let me see if I remove some things, would that change? And, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, For me, it's been an interesting journey finding support um, in groups. Some people do ask really crazy questions because mine appears on my skin and I lose my hair and like I have like bald spots in my hair. Some people are like super rude and just like don't know how to appropriately ask questions, even though it shouldn't matter, right? Um, And so folks are always wanting to know like, what's that? Why you look like that, you know? And um, now I've began to just have more conversations or intentional conversations about what lupus is and bringing more awareness around it Um, because I am a walking billboard and I have been (laughs) for a very long time, but because of my experience and my outer appearance, now I'm able to have more conversations around it that are more about educating folks and not as uncomfortable for me. So that's what, that's what I got, Lex. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that, Jace. And I know that, you know, it has been a long journey for you and um, you have held your head high in the process, even when it's been hard. And maybe you can share like just one or two things with folks as far as what has helped you stay strong, even though you don't always feel how you want to feel or feel your best. And it, it can be challenging um, to go through just a regular day with that and with even, and then on top of that, people being rude and saying dumb shit. <laughs> um, so for me, honestly, I will say 
having found supports. So uh, once I got diagnosed, um, my partner was really, she was super helpful in terms of just talking about nutrition um, and being able to like really say, you know what? Cause I was a carnivore y'all. Like I love, I bodybuild, I love eating meat. Like it was a thing, but I was having these flares and these constant flare ups and she encouraged me to do an elimination diet. And from that, I was able to see just a significant amount of reduction in pain. Um, and I'm also, I've always been an athlete my entire life. So for me, you know, um, I do experience arthritis, um, my joints ache. And what I find is that just being really mindful to my, mindful of my body and being really aware and just kind of taking time, taking time for myself when needed. So um, like I said, I ran five miles this morning. Um, but sometimes after I run, my hips lock up. And what I find to be super helpful is being able to, you know, center myself maybe with some meditation and some yoga, um, staying prayer, prayed up. Um, I am a, a faith person, um, so I, I stay grounded in my faith. And I think that when I do have low moments where I feel like my body is failing me and it affects my psyche and, and just like my mood, I stay, I try to just say a prayer um, that this is something that I can get through and that I'm not alone and that there are others who are experiencing this and who may not have the supports around them that I have. And so I got high class problems and um, I know it's like a weird way. I just, I got high class problems. Um, But I know that this is part of my journey and I've accepted it and um, I've embraced it as much as possible. And I think for me, it's just really just, wrapping my head around how to be proactive with noticing the changes in my body and actually listening to them. That's what I got. Yeah, giving yourself that space and compassion and support for doing it, you know, because that is, that is a challenge in itself to even figure out what you need in the first place. And then giving yourself the support or finding the support to do it. And that's sort of what, you know, I wanted to contribute to the conversation is that, I mean, I have, I've talked, you know, on here a bit about my own struggles with like mental illness. Um, So in a ways I do identify as someone who has chronic illness um, and really embracing that has helped me be much better and patient and compassionate and caring towards myself and not expecting that I should just be better and just be okay, um, you know, after a short period of time and it's just going to go away because it it might not ever go away, um, this sentence, you know. And But also I have, like, you and other people in my life have chronic illness or, you know, chronic um yeah, it's, which is different, you know, than a disability. And um, just learning how to really, like, as a friend, be supportive because it can be challenging because you want to be like, oh, how can I help you? I want you to feel better. And, oh, are you better yet? And, like, uh, you know, and, like, what can I do? And you want to fix and you want to problem solve. And, you know, that's great. The intention is great, but that is not always what needs to be done. You know, I mean, showing that you care is good, but even just the, like, you know, 
one thing I've really felt for myself and then, you know, other people have told me is like, you know, just being like, I hope you feel better soon. Well, I may not feel better ever, you know, but it's like, I hope that you feel as best as you can. You know, yeah. what can I do to help you feel as best as you can right now? You know, and being okay with that things are unpredictable. You know, that you might have to cancel plans that last minute. Or we might be chilling at your house or my house. That's my big thing. I I have really serious anxiety problems. I love to have people come over to my house. It's But I am terrible at, like, plans you know i will cancel last minute all the time but you want to come over and chill with me we're gonna cook some food and hang out great you know everybody like the way you can support people with chronic illness is different for each person but the big thing is you know not it's like i believe you first of all because you can't always see those problems right Right. It's like, I believe that you're in pain. I believe that you are hurting. I believe that you are uncomfortable. I believe that you are sick, even if you don't look sick, you know. And then just, like, really asking people what they need and doing that instead of, you know, oh, well, I did these things for you, so you should be better now, you know, that it's going to be an ongoing process. And just checking in. And saying, like, hey, thinking of you, haven't heard from you in a while, and knowing that people aren't just, like, you know, you can't be that fun guy all the time. That, yeah. You know, but you're still a person that needs friends and people in the world. Yeah. And the one thing I love about just when we talk about awareness is that, you know, people are becoming more informed and educated about um and so that they can pr- provide support and that they can reach out. And I find that to be like now when I say to friends who offer to cook me dinner, no nightshades. They used to say I was difficult. Um, but now they understand that no nightshades increase inflammation in my body and so that it's not a good thing. And it's not that I don't want your food. I just don't want your nightshades. <laughs> um so, yeah, I think checking in on people and just being able to meet them where they are is super important. It's really cool. Yeah, and that piece of that you're not being difficult, right? You're just yeah. <laughs> taking care of yeah. yourself. Yeah, because that can be as like, oh, well, I can do this, but I need this, I need that, I need this, I need it to be like that. And you're like, oh, well, you're so needy and demanding. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I am, and it's for a good reason, and, you know, just give us a program. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, before, did you have anything else before we wrap up this part? I think the one other thing is that the encouragement of, you know, just being like, knowing that it's not your fault that you're sick. And it's not my fault that I'm sick. It's no one's fault that they're sick or that they have a chronic illness. You know, that it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe even if you didn't do all the things that were like for you, you're like, oh, I actually had a cheeseburger and now I feel like shit. It's not like your fault, you know, like you didn't ask to be sick. You didn't ask your body to do these things. 
even if you did, like, you know, no one is no one's fault. And, like, I think that can be frustrating and a thing that comes up when it is an ongoing thing to be like, well, why aren't you getting better? Why, you know, what are you not doing? Are you doing your treatments? Are you taking your medicine? Are you doing the things? And you can be doing all the things and still not be 100% because that's what chronic illness means. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's a lot, but we're really excited to talk, to bring on our guests, um, after we take a little bit of a commercial, um, because they both have really great stories. And I, before we go on our commercial, I do want to share a little bit about what, who they are. <laughs> and if I mess up your name, please, please, y'all, you can correct me. I, I won't be offended. So we have Seda, um, activist Seda Bryant, um, is an overcomer, mother, blogger, graphic designer, and philanthropist who is using her gifts to transform pain into purpose. Um, as you know, lupus is an autoimmune disease um, with no known cause or cure, so causing the body to attack itself. Uh, a cruel mystery, it masks itself as other diseases. Um, so through her Instagram blog and the hashtag Overcome Lupus movement, her goal is to elevate the brand awareness of lupus um, in the public to the level of breast cancer. So her raw, witty, insightful posts provoke thought and uniquely challenged perceptions about lupus and chronic illness. Tim Talby um, has been living with lupus for the past five years. As a music producer for years, since discovering he was living with lupus, he has used this platform to bring awareness to the disease. With the help of some well-known artists in the industry like Lazy Bone and Little Easy E, Tim has turned from your everyday guy to an activist on the move. His mission is to educate people about the disease. You can follow him and his journey on Instagram at lupus underscore warrior. So we're going to be bringing them on a little bit later in the show for them to share um, their story, their journey, and what they're doing um, to bring awareness to this disease. And I'm really excited. I had an opportunity to speak um, on a panel with both of them uh, last Friday on the health, the, the health, the health talk, health boss. Oh man, I, I so murdered that. Um, and so excited that they are joining us tonight on the Life Lab. Now I know we need to get up again and do some more movement. We we, we have to. I'm yes, over here. I need to to feel the groove. Do you need to feel the group? So yeah. I just want to say shout out. I love everybody, y'all. And for those who are not Drake fans, I'm sorry. But I'm going to play y'all some Drake. And this is the only reason I'm playing this song too much is because Sampa um, is featured on this song. And I've been, his stuff has been in rotation. But I actually like this song by Drake and Sampa. So enjoy. Don't think about it 
Last time is on the outro. Stuck in the house, need to get out more. I've been stacking up like I'm fundraising. Most people in my position get complacent. Come places with star girls. End up on them front pages. I'm quiet with it. I just ride with it. The moment I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. I'm the only one that's putting shots up. And like a potluck, you need to come with it. Don't run from it. H-Town in the summertime, I keep it 100. A lot of girls in my time there. Word apart, wall, not one fronted. Birthday in my first year. Man, I know that place like I come from it. Backstage at warehouse and oh nine like a spun coming. Dad, is anyone coming before I show up there and there's no one there? These days I could probably pack it for like 20 nights if I go in there. Back rub for my main thing, I've been stressed out. Talking to her like back then, they didn't want me, I'm blessed out. Talking to her like this drop and a million copies get pressed out. She tell me take a deep breath, too worried about being the best out. Don't think about it too much, too much, too much, too much. So that was Drake featuring Sampa too much. That wasn't no hype music, y'all. I definitely like just put the mood down to do some chilling and relaxing. I hope y'all didn't mind um, a little bit. But if you're joining us for the first time, we are back. I am Jace, and this is Lex. And we're talking about Lupus Warrior Stand Strong with Special Seda and Tim. Um, so we're going to bring them on right now.
Seda and Tim, how you doing? What's up? I'm I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you both for joining us tonight um, on the show. Excited to have you here. I know um, we're on Central Time. Well, I'm on Central Time. I think you you all are probably a little bit later. So I'm grateful that you stayed up a little longer. Um, we're we're early. Well, I'm earlier. <laughs> okay, well that's and good. Yeah, and it's it's Sita in English and Seda in Spanish, so you're right either way. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, Sita, good, good to know. I'm like, cause my 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 name is only four letters, and people jack it up, and I'm you know, <laughs> people call me Hase a lot, yeah. and I'd be like, <laughs> um, so now I got it, Sita. Thank you. So we're actually gonna start off. Um, since we have both of you here, I want to do, we're going to do a little bit of back and forth a little bit. Um, so, Cedar, we're going to start with you. Can you tell us a little bit first, I guess, about um, about your journey with lupus and go right into why you decided to blog about your journey? Uh, well, first, I just wanted to thank you, you know, for this um, platform and opportunity and sharing your story and getting the word out there. Um, as far as my journey with lupus, I'm still on it, <laughs> but, um, it started in, um, well, the official diagnosis started in 2011, but I feel like I had it all my life. Looking back, um, I had a bunch of unrelated things, well, seemingly unrelated things with my heart, my skin, my joints, um, and it wasn't until I had a huge flare that, um, where it was, it was obvious. I wrote a post recently about, you know, what you were talking about in terms of diet and sodium. And um, I was literally like I had eaten something super, super high sodium, and that was kind of like the tipping point, even though I'd already been experiencing symptoms. And I literally started swelling on site like I was Professor Klum. <laughs> um, so the, it became super obvious at that point, along with some other things that were going on, you know, that – there was a big problem. Um, and basically it attacked every organ in my body at the same time. Um, my heart, my kidneys, lungs, uh, my brain, uh, my muscles, blood, you name it. Uh, I was given about three weeks until organ failure and have been, you know, in the hospital so many times, um, had, two rounds of chemo, dialysis, I've been paralyzed, um, as well as experienced a bunch of different social and, and mental effects um, from, the, from the illness. And so I've, I decided to blog about it actually just more. Um, I didn't intend actually to create a community. Honestly, I was doing it for my own personal self-expression, and I was in the midst of writing a book, and I felt like it would keep me accountable. And then uh, the response ended up being so great. Um, really, through God's hands, it became something greater than I even intended for it to be. And um, that's how it became a community, I think, because of the lack of information that's out there. Really, the greatest answers that we get about it oftentimes are not from doctors or from books, but from each other. Um, mm-hmm. Even when I first got diagnosed, I sought out, you know, I got more help from message boards and things like that and people saying, well, does this happen to you when you do this? And, you know, asking each other questions. And um, that's 
that's how this all um, kind of came about. Wow. That's really, you've been through a lot and you said you're still on the journey. And I'm just grateful that you are using that platform to create awareness um, for individuals. And it seems pretty therapeutic, too. Um, oh, most so, definitely. Yeah. Tim, so can you share uh, with the good people a little bit about your journey? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm guessing uh, I was officially diagnosed in 2012, but uh, pretty much since my teens, I've been in and out of the hospital. I was always going for something, whether it be pains or uh, in my early 20s, I had a mild heart attack. Then um, I, I kept on going to the hospital. I was like, man, something's wrong. They would send me to uh, countless specialists, misdiagnose me, and, you know, just feed me a bunch of prescriptions, and it wasn't helping. Um, and about, it's been about five, five and a half years ago. One day, I, I, I uh, couldn't get out of bed at all. Like, uh, it was just... Uh, Extremely fatigued, extremely in pain. Um, so I, uh, I'm lucky to have uh, the support system I do with my wife. Um, but uh, she encouraged me to, you know, go to the doctors and get checked out some more because I was done with going to the doctors. I was, I was sick of telling people uh, the way I felt and what was going on because I just, I felt like they were looking at me like a. Uh, I was I was just out of my mind telling them what was going on, but uh, I got the right doctor who sent me to like rheumatologist, and uh, they finally diagnosed me with uh, lupus. But it took, like I said, it took years, years and years of misdiagnosis. But uh, yeah, we're doing good right now. It definitely seems like it's a common thing that um, we've experienced it for a long time in our lives before actually getting diagnosed um, to then learn how to live, live with it. So, Stina, with your platform, what do you feel like has been one of the biggest accomplishments um, when you say like the the community or the support from the community, you you weren't expecting it. Um, how has it grown and how has it helped you in terms of um, I guess still with your journey of writing your book? Um, well, you know, I've I've been shocked by you know just the growth of it itself, and you know. Um, I haven't even checked on it recently, but just within a couple of months, the photo filters that I designed that are like, you know, the overlay frames for your pictures, they had about 20,000 downloads in a couple of months um, when I started, when I first launched it last year um, with Rainbow Filter. But honestly, the biggest accomplishment to me is um, – the comments and the responses that I get from people when they say, you know, they're they're in the hospital and certain um, posts gave them strength or, you know, they read something that just totally changed the game for them or that they just, you know, it, it just touched them in certain ways. And 
I mean, sometimes there's full-on counseling sessions <laughs> going on in the comment section and the DMs. Um, it's changed a little bit now with that whole like um, liking thing. There's a little less um, interactivity as there as there used to be, but that's kind of the biggest um, accomplishment to me. Is just when when I get comments saying that you know that what little old me wrote in my room <laughs> at home is is helping someone or, you know, it's helped them stay out of the hospital or, you know, help them get through a procedure or, you know, something to that effect. So. Yeah. It's so, it's so amazing what one little old you can do, right? Um, <laughs> right. We never know who's, who's listening and who's watching and who's paying attention. And, you know, I think that that's one of the beautiful things about the interwebs, um, is that folks can get support when they don't necessarily maybe have it right in their home. Um, they can go on and, and interact with a complete stranger and become family. Um, and I've, I've found that to, to give me strength, I think, when going through some tough times. is like, yeah, looking at some of those quotes and definitely feeling like, okay, I'm not alone and I can do more with this. So, with, she just, um, and she I, described I just, it beautifully when she said that, you know, just, just describing how it is when you're living with a chronic illness and that people have patience for illness but not a chronic mm-hmm. illness. You know, they expect you to just you get out of the hospital. Why didn't you get better yet? You know, so that support system, even if it's not something face-to-face, is, like, so key. Yeah, definitely key. Um, now, this one is for, for both of you all. What do you, and I'm going to have uh, Seda answer first. So what do you feel like has been your biggest challenge, I guess, with living with, with the disease? Um, yeah, that's like the question. Okay. Um, my biggest challenge um, actually I think has been the social and mental aspect that have happened as a result of it, um, and that's why it's something I'm focusing on in in the future um, with the community. Is you know, um, it's it's not just about the medical aspect. You know, you you end up being out of work or you know losing your home or you know. Um, I also had. Um, a really good, um, thanks to my mom, a piece of a photographic memory. And one of the things that um, has been super tough for me is um, there are some days where that that memory is just not so great or it's gone. Like even my reunion is coming up, and I have whole pieces um, of my memory that's gone. Mm. Um I've had people contact me on Facebook that I even had long relationships with, and I have no idea who they are. Um, <laughs> so I have thousands of notes, and I'm constantly writing things down all the time. So that's that's the uh, benefit of it. But but also just trying to get in my journey back to life, and you know, dealing with all the 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 loss that I've experienced from the life changes. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of where I live, you know, it's now it's totally different. Um, and there, you know, I had to start sharing custody and accept help and, 
you know, so many, so many different things like that. Um, those have been the toughest things for me, um, the biggest challenges. Okay. That's a lot to digest. Thank you for sharing. That. <laughs> Um, and you're strong. I mean, that's that's the beauty of it all. Is like it's you you are a walking testimony. Um, so Tim, can you share a little bit about what do you feel like has been what one of your challenges? And I'm gonna have a twofer for you, Tim. Um, what has been one of your challenges? But how have you dealt with it? Uh, one of my biggest challenges was uh, first of all, when they diagnosed me, I. I didn't understand lupus, like some, like, I mean, a lot of people don't, but like, I actually thought it affected women more than uh, anything, so I was taken back by that, and I was afraid about how I would be looked at, saying, hey, I have lupus, yeah, because I'm a man, you know, I know you got to feel this, Jace, but like, it was very awkward for that, um, as far as uh, dealing with it, uh, it at first uh, I was actually very depressed. But like I said, my wife and uh, I got a love for music. So that's like I was listening to music all the time, even when I was sick. I you know I'll be listening to music. And I'm like, man, I gotta do something. I gotta do something to get because because I didn't understand. All this, I I ended up getting on chat boards and meeting people and finally meeting males that had this, that had lupus and and talking to them through there. That's one good thing about the internet. But uh, my way of reaching people was, uh, you know, since I was uh, always into music and stuff, I reached out to some people I know and and. Uh, Decided to see if they could do some PSAs and drops. And we got a lot more coming, actually. We got a lot more coming. We're working on some benefit concerts and everything else, hopefully. Yeah, if you could talk a little bit about the work that you're doing with um, music, because I find that, you know, music definitely unites us and brings us together. But the connections that you have to bring more awareness to the disease, um, can you share a little bit what we can expect in the future? Oh yeah, we're working. Uh, we've been working on some uh, like awareness albums type stuff. I mean, it's not all going to be about the songs. Ain't all going to be about awareness, but I mean, that's why we started the drops originally. And then some of my uh, friends in the business started just sending me videos, and uh, we just found out that the more we put those on the internet, I mean, they're on YouTube, they're on they're on mixed CDs, they're I mean, we we just put them everywhere out because I figured to reach somebody that has is battling lupus was the same. Like I mean, they people listen to music. Music's the easy way to get through to people. Yeah. So I I figured them seeing somebody that they might know, just saying they support the cause, might help us get the word out even more. But yeah, we're working on some albums, and, and definitely, definitely we're going to have some shows. I don't know how soon. I mean, it takes a lot to get that together, but yeah. we're going to work on something. That's awesome. Definitely. Um, so one more question for you, Tim. I, one of the things you talked about was um, 
you know, as a man being like, oh, this is like, you didn't know how to deal with that at first. And, and um, I've been looking at, like, for me in Illinois, I haven't been able to find a whole lot of support groups for men. Um, right. So dealing with that, what is some, um, for the fellas, and then Feta, you can tell us um, a little bit more for the ladies or anyone in general, uh, some other platforms that you guys have used particularly um, for support. Um, I, I found some, honestly, like on uh, Facebook. I was on Facebook just uh, searching through, like, at first I started talking to, I felt weird. Uh, I was talking to women about it because, like we said, we couldn't find men. And then in these chat rooms and these big groups, these big communities, I started finding males on there, and we all started connecting. Like, I got a bunch of, I got, I got a bunch of friends from that, that, you know, we talk to each other every day to see how, how we're feeling and stuff. But that's how I met them, was through the chat, uh, through the community, period. Cool. You just gotta do, you just gotta do, you know, a little looking into it. At first, I wasn't, I was, like I said, it was, it was very, it just felt weird altogether trying to reach out to somebody and then talking to a woman at first about it, but it helped me understand it more. And then you just meet people through that. Yeah. It's been a big help. Cool. Cool. Did you have something? Uh, well, when I was first, um, when I was first needing answers and support, I, went on message boards like um, Daily Strength and Healing Well. They mm-hmm. are for, I think, like chronic illnesses in general, but they have specific boards that are for uh, lupus. Um, I hadn't actually tried any of these yet, but there's also some um, support groups that are through um, your rheumatologist or doctors, like I'm affiliated with um the, the Sutter Hospital group, and I know they have um, support groups, as well as there's some with, um, I was also affiliated with Lupus LA and um, I think the Northern California uh, Foundation, they have support groups as well. And um, uh, one of the things, even on my blog, if someone had a question about something, um, and they were in like London or UK, and I knew certain readers that were in that area. I've actually connected people through my Instagram blog um, that needed assistance in those areas, and that's something I'm seeking to do right now um, is doing a registry and kind of like a roll call to see where people are at um, so that, um, you know, when the time comes, and we can connect with one another. And I have that link on my uh, Instagram now in the bio, um, along with um, information for the Overcome Lupus Foundation that I'm starting and um, fundraising for that right now. Very cool. Very cool. This is all really exciting stuff. Now, on the Life Lab, what we like to do is always end on a high note. Um, We talked about some really heavy things. But through your journey and your experiences, you both are still 
uh, really shining a lot of light on the disease and, and really bringing people together, um, folks that are living with the disease and then also folks that are supporters and who are undiagnosed, misdiagnosed, and, and just navigating the world. What would be one thing that you would say um, maybe to give hope um, to those who may not have support and are looking for support? Um, it doesn't matter who goes first. There's one thing that you would leave with the good people. Say that a remission is possible. <laughs> um, some people ask, you know, you know, well, how do you, how do you overcome lupus? You know, it's in, incurable, and I think you overcome through, you know, your your attitude, your belief, your hope, your faith. Um, and some of the things that we talked about in terms of getting to know your body better and journaling and discovering, you know, what is that magic mix that gives you those good days and those bad days. And, you know, it is possible to get to having multiple years of not having a flare at all. Um, and if you don't get there, there's no shame or judgment in it. But, you know, I've, I've met people that have been, 16, 20 years without a flare. So um, it is it is possible, you know, you're not alone um, in your pain and your suffering. And and the prognosis now is so much better than it used to be. You know, we, we have the capability of living normal, you know, as close to normal lives as possible. And I really have a lot of hope for the future um, and in you know, getting to a, a point where, you know, people will know where, what it is and any stigmas will be removed and hopefully that we won't even have to live with it at all anymore. Thank you. And before, before um, Tim, before you answer, can you share with us how we can support your foundation? And if someone wanted to give, how can they do that? Well, um, I'm... I, I appreciate that. Um, if you go to my my blog, or even if you're not on Instagram, you can just see it on the web. If you just go to Instagram.com slash Overcome Lupus, or just search me on Instagram, Overcome Lupus, I have a link in my bio. I actually just started a fundraising campaign today. Um, and basically, this is going to help establish the foundation and do it in excellence. Um, I'm working with a for-purpose law firm, and along with donations, I'm investing my own resources as well for it to be a tax-exempt public charity. And what we're seeking to do is to provide grants for people, like emergency grants for non-medical expenses, as well as be like a source to mobilize volunteer efforts to connect people um, who need different support tasks, things like rides home from the hospital, in-home support, things like that, and also to do public awareness campaigns on a large, larger level so that we can really educate people. So I have a goal um, right now to just cover the, the legal fees to establish a foundation. Anything beyond that is going to go to the initial round of grants. And, again, that's at Instagram.com slash lupus. And there's also a link to just sign up for the registry and just say, hey, my name is such and such and I'm in this city and I'm either a warrior or a supporter and I'm with you or, 
you know, I'd like to volunteer. So that's there under that same page too. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, Tim, what's your word of advice for the, for the folks? Um, tomorrow's always a brighter day. I mean, you don't let this, uh, don't let it hold you down. You got to stay positive, keep your mind focused. And, uh, cause I mean, it, the, the moment you let this get to you it, is when it gets, you just gotta, you gotta stay focused and stay on the grind is what I say. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you both for, for taking time out of your evening to share your stories with us. We really appreciate thank it. Um, Lex, did you have thank anything? Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, just thank you again so much for sharing your story and, you know, staying on the journey because that's what it's really about because there isn't, there isn't an end um, to any of it. And, but it, but it doesn't have to be in order for us to find the, the strength through what we're experiencing. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much. Thank you. We will be sending you all the link to the show for you to uh, share. So if other folks who missed out tonight can definitely hear about um, your journey and a little bit more about you. So I will definitely be in touch with you both um, because I want to be, I want to know more about the foundation and also about the music. Um, So thank you again. We're going to do our little last hurrah for the show, um, but we'll be in touch and we appreciate your time. All right. All right. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, people, y'all good people out there. So thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Lupus Warriors standing strong with Tita and Tim. Um, their journeys were their journeys, and they shared so much um, and were, was able to really open up um, to us. And so this is awareness. And for those who are out there, if you know anyone that's experiencing this chronic illness, make sure that you, you know, check on them. Love them a little bit. Clearly, we, we almost over. Love on them a little bit and provide support. Um, if you want to find out what else we got going on and what else we're doing here, we are excited, y'all, because there is always more to come. You can check us out on the Life Lab always on the second and fourth Monday of the month. Don't forget to tune in to the other shows on EP Radio. Um, tomorrow we have Angie Harvey, conversations with Angie Harvey, helping grown folks grow up. And then Thursday, the Q Crew, with Anna Deshawn and the Q Crew. So you can always find us, like us on Facebook, follow us on the gram. Well, follow me. I am Jace William. Nope. I am Jace Smith. I don't even know my name. And then uh, Lex is on the gram as well. All of our information is on the episode link. We'll make sure that we post that on our Facebook page. Make sure you have a fantastic week. It's been a beautiful Monday. Be safe out here in these streets. We love you from the Life Lab family. Peace.